Hi guys, and welcome back to Loudmouth Podcast, the show about everything and nothing all at once. I'm your host, the one and only host with the small lips and loud mouth. It is Madison Hadler. Hello, welcome back, Loudmouthers. Um, I hope you guys are having a good February so far. Um, I guess I did post an episode last week, so that was also February, but still even an even better February, you know, um, Valentine's day is coming up. I hope you're feeling loved, valued, appreciated from your partner, yourself, your friends, your family, whoever it may be, whoever loved you're looking for this Valentine's day. I hope that you get it. And if it's your own love you're looking for, come on, baby, you got it. Look at yourself in the mirror. Look at how gorgeous you are and say, bitch, I'm my own Valentine because you're not alone, sweetie. Uh, I actually love Valentine's Day. I love being corny and cheesy and I love watching other people be in love, which is good because I live with a couple. So (laughs) probably be important for me to not care about that kind of stuff. But for real, I really do love Valentine's Day and Mainly for the aesthetic, honestly, because the amount of decor that I've gotten from this Valentine's season just to be in my room and office area at all times is crazy. So I hope that you guys are prepared for Valentine's Day and ready to celebrate it with the one that you love. Um... So as you guys may or may not seen on my Instagram, and if you haven't, obviously a shameless plug to go follow me at loudmouthpod over there, but then you probably saw that I am distributing, or if you're listening to this via my new distributor, then you probably saw that I'm distributing my podcast through Buzzsprout now, um, which comes with a lot of questions because I haven't changed my distributor in like over a year and everything like that. But I switched over from Anchor because of everything that is going on with Spotify, which funnily enough is what we're going to be talking about today. So Anchor was a um, product of Spotify and I couldn't take my podcast off Spotify without on Anchor, basically. It wouldn't allow me to do that. So I switched over to Buzzsprout and am going to be keeping my show off of Spotify for the time being. Um, If you use Spotify to listen to me, I hope that you guys can understand and you guys should be able to listen through Buzzsprout um, no matter what. The link is always in my bio on Instagram, Twitter, and is always down below. So You guys can still listen to me on there for totally free, free of charge to you. You can also listen to Loudmouth on Apple Podcasts um, for free of charge as well. So listen to me there. We can stay out of Spotify's pocket for a little bit. And let's actually just get on into what the hell is happening with Spotify. So enjoy. guys have all seen the trending topics surrounding Spotify, Joe Rogan, Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, and so many other famous artists and podcasters and influencers. And I'm honestly surprised that I haven't done an episode on Joe Rogan before, but I am 
so delighted to be able to delve into what is going on with the Joe Rogan experience a little bit with you guys right here and now. So the past couple of weeks, people have been calling for Spotify to take action against Joe Rogan for promoting COVID-19 misinformation on his show and so much more. Um, The main kind of call for this or the big push for this was misinformation that included a guest who had been barred by Twitter and YouTube for spreading false information about COVID-19 vaccines. Um, His name is Dr. Robert Malone, Robert Malone, and he is an infectious disease researcher who claims to have created the mRNA technology used in some of the coronavirus vaccines, but has since become an outspoken vaccine skeptic. Um, Back in January, I think I shared this on Twitter. Actually, I'm sure I shared it on my Twitter. But back in January, hundreds of medical experts basically urged Spotify to crack down on COVID-19 misinformation. Um, And this letter really, really specified and was clearly about the Joe Rogan uh, podcast. And they had said that Mr. Rogan had a quote unquote concerning history of promoting falsehoods about the virus. Part of the open letter said that by allowing the propagation of false and societally harmful assertions, Spotify is enabling its hosted media to damage public trust in scientific research and sow doubt in the credibility of data-driven guidance offered by medical professionals. It also called on the company to immediately establish a clear and public policy to moderate misinformation on its platform. Like always, Spotify declined to comment and basically held up its ground that it prohibits dangerous, false, or deceptive content about COVID-19 that may cause offline harm or pose a threat to public health, which the basically the reason why these medical professionals came together and wrote this letter is because this isn't the first time that Joe Rogan has gone off the rails about talking about COVID-19 in the vaccine and everything like that. But the main reason for the call of this was because Spotify has taken down, and I don't know the exact name, so definitely, you know, look it up and find out on your own. But Spotify has taken down other podcasts that were spreading misinformation about COVID-19 but not anything on Joe Rogan's podcast. And so, which has, you know, hundreds, millions, billions of listeners a fucking day. So, of course, people are going to be a little more concerned about that one that has this huge backing. And basically, the medical professionals wanted to call out Spotify for not adhering to its guidelines or seemingly not really having any guidelines based on who it was they were working with. Um, The Joe Rogan experience was licensed to Spotify in 2020 and a deal estimated to be worth $100 million. Importantly for Spotify's business, Mr. Rogan's listeners are highly engaged and they return to Spotify to listen more and tend to listen to other content beyond a show, the company has said. So in short, his show has been crucial to making Spotify the top U.S. podcast platform by listeners, according according to audio data provided by Edison Research. I mean, I think we could all assume that this was the reason Spotify has been so hesitant on doing anything about Joe Rogan or saying anything or making any bold statements is because 
his podcast brings tons of money, tons of listeners to the platform. And although I would love to sit here and try and deny that Joe Rogan has a platform and has an audience that listens and cares a lot, it is very obvious that he does. And he has been building and building since years ago. And when Spotify took over, not took over his podcast, but basically made the Joe Rogan experience only available on Spotify, they kind of manipulated the market in a sense. And are able to uphold their long standing as the top podcast platform. So, of course, they're not going to get mad at Joe for anything he said or be really, really hesitant on, you know, moderating or taking anything off of his channel because of how many listeners it brings. And as I stated just before, not only just bringing listeners to Joe Rogan and to the Joe Rogan experience, but once people are already on the platform, it's easier to get them to stay. So if Joe Rogan's going to bring them on there, then he's going to get Spotify more money in the general sense as well. So now this is where we get Neil Young and Joni Mitchell and everyone else involved. So the medical experts put out this letter, and this was like a couple weeks ago in January. Now, I believe it was last week or the week before it was announced that Neil Young and Joni Mitchell we're going to be leaving and taking off their music from the Spotify platform. They pulled all their catalog from it and they basically put in a note, not basically, they did, they put in an open letter. Neil Young said that he was in protest of the platform's decision to support Joe Rogan and the Joe Rogan experience. Um, Brene Brown, another popular podcast host, soon followed saying that she would not, not release new episodes of her Spotify exclusive exclusive podcasts until further notice. Recently, India Ari came out saying that she was also going to be taking off her music off of Spotify. Um, not only to Spotify not calling out Joe Rogan for COVID-19, but I'll get into this in a little bit. Also for Joe Rogan saying the N-word. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get into it. Continuing on with the COVID-19 stuff, though, um, on January 30th, Spotify CEO Daniel Elk said that the company plans on being more transparent about its rules on misinformation, but won't be a quote-unquote content censor. He said, based on the feedback over the last several weeks, it's becoming clear to me that we have an obligation to do more to provide balance and access to widely accepted information from the medical and scientific communities guiding us through this unprecedented time. He also said that the company is working on a content advisory for any podcast episode that talks about COVID. The advisory will guide listeners to the service's COVID-19 hub, which I believe they already had in place before this, so hilarious that they are just blindly supporting this guy who talks about how vaccines aren't good for you, talks about how if you're young, you shouldn't be vaccinated. And in a recent episode as well, he talked about um, how the vaccine causes myocarditis, which is an inflammation of the heart muscle in young men like at higher odds than if they were to just get COVID, which was proved untrue on the show. And if you go back to my Twitter, I'll, I'll have it linked down below. I retweeted um, a video of him 
of the guest basically saying that what he was saying isn't true and then them looking up an article and Joe realizing that he is not true, which is a great instance right there of taking back and fact-checking right then and there, showcasing that. Um, But in most of his episodes, he has people that are either kind of agreeing with the sides of the argument or don't have anyone to look it up and verify the information that they are saying. So, Basically, that's what Spotify says. Spotify says, we're not going to do anything. We're going to put a content advisory warning on the episodes that contain information about COVID. And we're going to make sure that all podcasters, because when I was still on Anchor just last week, it was doing this, I was making sure that I had read um, Spotify's new content um, updates or content advisory content. Um, uh, what's the word? content contract, I guess, or whatever, just making sure that you know their rules on spreading misinformation, everything like that. And in a company town hall last Wednesday, um, Daniel Eck, the CEO, told Spotify employees that Joe Rogan's podcast was the key to the future of Spotify, according to audio obtained by The Verge. If we want even a shot at achieving our bold ambitions, it will mean having content on Spotify that many of us may not be proud to be associated with, X said during the town hall. Not anything goes, but there will be options, ideas, and beliefs that we just disagree with strongly and even makes us angry or sad. Joe also responded to the controversy, saying that he plans to do better. Um, He took to Instagram on January 30th to talk about the criticism of him in his show. And in the video, he defended his choice to bring on guests like Dr. Robert Malone. And to explain even further some things that Dr. Robert Malone said on his podcast that really kind of fueled the fire for this um, was him comparing the current state of the pandemic to Nazi Germany, which is not okay and anti-Semitic and also just problematic and wrong in so many ways. Um, But then he also suggested that people taking precautions against COVID-19 were suffering from so-called, quote-unquote, mass formation psychosis, a medical-sounding phrase that has been discredited by psychology experts basically trying to say that we're just following some sort of herd mentality and we're not thinking for our own and we're going crazy because we're letting these people brainwash us. Joe stated that he was happy for Spotify to add disclaimers to podcasts on what he called, quote unquote, controversial topics. He added that if he could do anything differently, it would be get experts with different differing opinions on directly after the, quote unquote, controversial ones, which just want to stop here really quickly and say it's okay to have differing opinions you know, when it doesn't come to human rights or science or anything of that sort. And I think that's what people's arguments about Joe Rogan have been for so long because I've been an avid Joe Rogan hater for a while, mainly just because I honestly hate his stupid little face. Um, (laughs) But I think that the biggest thing to kind of pull from all this is the same kind of idea that we've been following with QAnon. And now I'm not saying or comparing Joe Rogan to QAnon. So before you attack me for that, that is not what I am saying at all, because there are obviously so many differences. But it's the same kind of idea with Joe Rogan. It's this idea that he brings on people with these differing opinions, which is obviously totally fine. 
But those differing opinions are transphobic or misogynistic or racist or aren't backed by science. And they're not being brought up in the way that they should. So um, you can have people on with differing opinions, but you need to make clear to your audience that, you know, either you don't support those opinions or that those are not factual pieces of information about science or about COVID or about trans people or whatever it is. And it just kind of crosses this border of like, okay, yeah, you can share other people's opinions and maybe we should, you know, we should be looking for other people's opinions. But at what point, at what point when you're having those people on with differing opinions, are you saying, hey, maybe we should look that up before we preach it and put it out to millions of people who listen to the show and treat it like religion? But since this whole episode, instance, <laughs> Joe Rogan has yet to upload a Spotify podcast episode. Um, his last one was on January 27th, and there are no ideas of when he may or may not return. And at the last I checked, as of yesterday, at least 70 episodes of the Joe Rogan experience has been pulled from Spotify over the weekend, um, including ones about COVID-19 misinformation and just other, some of his quote unquote controversial ones as he put it. Um, And this isn't a new thing either. Spotify removed several of his podcast episodes, I believe before he even came on the platform, including some with uh, people who are now predators, convicted predators, like um, the one comedian, Chris, Chris Delia, um, his episode was taken off with him and a couple of others. So this was even before this letter, even before this letter was called for. Um, So beyond Joe Rogan spreading misinformation about COVID, I'm going to kind of just very briefly delve into some of the other things that has gotten this man in the news. Um, You know, besides that helicopter a sign that flew over, I think it was like Los Angeles, and it said that Joe Rogan was 5'1". Hilarious, by the way. Whoever did that, kudos to you. Um, but there's so much more that the Joe Rogan experience has to give besides COVID-19 information. So we're going to go into it a little bit. Um, just for preface on this, I if you know me in my personal life, then you are fully aware of my hatred towards this man. Although I am not going to hide it, and I haven't been hiding it this whole episode, these are still things that have come out of his mouth and on his show. So just letting you know that I am not just saying this shit and pulling it out of thin air. I have actually had like a, a little list of just running things that Joe Rogan has said because on my Hinge profile when I did have one, one of my things was... Um, Like, it's an automatic no if you listen to the Joe Rogan experience or, like, don't talk to me if you listen to the Joe Rogan experience. Because, personally, I've just found that anyone that really sides with him, especially a white man who sides with him, probably not going to be the best. And for some of the reasons that I'm going to show you, because obviously they're being pulled to this man for some way, shape, for something that he's saying that is drawing them in. So... Let's talk about it. Um, 
A video surfaced this past week when everything was kind of going down about COVID and Joe Rogan and COVID. Um, but it was of him using racial slurs in clips of episodes over a 12-year span. So this video was posted. It was all these different clips of him saying the N-word, of him saying just racist things, everything like that. Uh, Joe went on to apologize, saying it was the most shameful thing he ever did, but that the clips were taken out of context, which in my personal opinion, and I'm sure anyone could agree with me, what the fuck kind of context do you need to be saying the N-word? What, what context? As a white man, what context do you have to be saying that word? It should never be falling out of your, falling out of your mouth in the first place, Joe. Um... But during the six-minute video on his account, he says that he'll, he never used it to be racist because he is not racist, of course. Um, I was talking about um, India Ari, who took off her music a little while ago in joint with Joni Mitchell and other people who have taken it off. And the main reason that India Ari took her music off was because of the racial slurs, uh, because of this video that surfaced of him saying years of racial slurs. Um, the specific one was a video clip of his podcast 11 years ago in which he talked about going to a movie theater in a black neighborhood to see Planet of the Apes, um, which he had deleted this episode, but somebody saved it. So he was saying that he went to go see a movie theater in a predominantly black neighborhood, and it was quote-unquote, Planet of the Apes. So, just fun and racist, clearly. Um, which, as I said, was another one of his deleted episodes that Spotify got rid of before he came on to their platform. Another episode with guest Joey Diaz shows them laughing as Diaz talks about demanding sexual favors from women comedians in exchange for performing on stage. So, this was just a whole clip of them basically laughing about how this guy, Joey Diaz, used to, I guess, like run the comedy show or the comedy club and he would ask women to suck his dick in order to be on the set list and do a show. And Joe Rogan just sweeps his head back and laughs. And then continuing on the trail of terrible things that he's done, he's also been transphobic. So um, Joe Rogan, who has been taking testosterone since 2016, might I add, um, on an episode with noted free speech defender and discredited Canadian psychologist Jordan Peterson, discussed trans people. Um, Rogan went on to ask what he thought it means when someone is so attracted to the idea that they were born in the wrong body. Peterson claimed it could mean all sorts of things, and he likened the supposable or the supposed psychological contagion to the satanic panic of the 80s. And both he and Rogan suggested that the acceptance of trans people is a sign of societal collapse. And Joe also went on to discuss um, somebody named, somebody, a girl named Abigail Schreier's work um, on the rapid onset gender dysphoria among women. Um, she actually wrote a book in, book in 2020, I believe, saying trans, I think it's like entitled like transness stealing our teenage girls from us or something of that sort. I, it doesn't even bother or bear repeating but joe rogan went on to 
talk about her work, even though that it has been wildly discredited among um, the scientific community and the psychology community. So even when Spotify was just getting into their relationship with Rogan as well, many Spotify employees wrote internally saying that they were worried and bothered by his transphobic claims. But obviously, Spotify did not listen. And as I talked about earlier, the money is really where it is for Spotify here because a musician would need to generate 23 billion streams. And this was back in 2020 when they were first obtaining his podcast. Um, They said a musician would need to generate 23 billion streams on Spotify to earn what they're paying Joe Rogan for his podcast rights, um, which is just absolutely insane. And I know that some people have been kind of calling on like The Weeknd or Justin Bieber to take their music off Spotify because as many... Obviously, if a lot of artists and podcasters take their stuff off, it is going to hurt and affect Spotify. But... There needs to be someone with these big enough streams like Joe Rogan to really get them to honestly do anything, which sucks. But whenever this was happening and first coming out there, you probably saw on spot or on Twitter, it was trending. It was called Spotify Exodus or cancel Spotify, delete Spotify. And within that one day, Spotify lost about 30% of shares um, in the stock market, which is cool and so awesome and obviously shows what the difference in collective action is and how much it takes to, you know, actually do something and how your voice will be heard if you use collective action. Um, But that wasn't the only thing that Joe Rogan has said about transness. And um, this was actually back in 2018. So probably more along the lines of what Spotify employees were worried about. But in a 2018 discussion about trans athletes, um, Joe Rogan was talking about New Zealander Laurel Hubbard and described the transgender woman as having gorilla hands in size 14 feet. And earlier in 2021, in an episode with Jim Brewer, Rogan suggested that dumb people and idiots transition gender in order to be praised as quote-unquote amazing. Um, Again, these are only some of the things that I pulled together from Joe Rogan's podcast, and I'm sure there are probably many more and probably way more misogynistic things, way more transphobic things, homophobic and racist and all of the sorts. But that is what is happening with the Joe Rogan podcast and Spotify. We will just say that Loudmouth does not support Joe Rogan, never has, never will. And I know this is like, it's a hard thing to kind of not even understand, but to kind of wrap your head around this idea of regulating content creators and regulating the content that they put out is a hard thing to grasp. But I think for me, in this case of Spotify and Joe Rogan, is that it is a Spotify exclusive podcast. They have a deal with Joe Rogan on his podcast. So although Spotify's name isn't, you know, clearly on there, it doesn't say sponsored by Spotify and it it isn't sponsored by Spotify technically, but there is a deal between Joe Rogan and Spotify. So it would only feel and it would only make sense if Spotify were to keep the actions that they've been holding other podcasters in the community accountable for, if they would hold it accountable for Joe Rogan as well. 
And again, it all comes down to money. And if you cannot switch Spotify right now, if you don't have it in the cards for you, whatever it is, I want you to know that it's okay. And that you don't have to unless you feel like you need to, because technically this really shouldn't be our battle. But I am going to put a um, couple things down in the show, including articles. And there was a petition going around last week. I need to figure out if it's still going around now, but I'll put that down in the um, show notes for you guys to sign. And... Really, I think the biggest thing is just holding Joe Rogan, not even accountable because he has been held accountable so many times. And the only way that he's going to learn is if his podcast gets, if his platform gets taken away from him or gets shaken up by some way, shape or form. And I am all for free speech. Obviously, I'm talking my shit over here. But when it comes to a point where you are potentially harming people, where you are spreading misinformation on a platform as big as Joe Rogan's and on a platform that is provided by a really big podcast providing provider, then yeah, there needs to be standards. There needs to be things that guidelines put in place and they need to be held accountable to those guidelines because it can't just be like oh well we deleted that episode don't worry because Joe Rogan's just going to come back and do it again he's just going to have another guest on that sparks the same controversy and how many times has Joe Rogan the Joe Rogan experience been in question in the past couple months couple of years so many fucking times so Anyway, that's just a quick little lowdown of what's going on. Obviously, there's a lot more to it, and I'm sure I missed a bunch, and I'm sure that um, there is so many other things that Spotify has done and that Joe Rogan has done and everything like that, but here's just my little my little hodgepodge of information. Please make sure to check out all the articles down below. If I have a petition down there, please go and sign it. And you guys are so lucky because you have an amazing podcast right here to listen to and to support over the Joe Rogan experience. So make sure you hit that follow button. You like or whatever, five star, review it, rate it. Tell me I'm great. Tell me what I need to have on here. Um, follow me on Instagram at loudmouthpod. Follow me on Twitter at loudmouth underscore pod. Um, everything will be linked down below for you guys. And yeah, fuck Joe Rogan. Okay, talk to you guys later. Bye.